Hi everyone and welcome to All Wakey Aren't We. I'm Cy Boyle and this is my review of our match against Louth Town. To be fair, I'm not sure if it's Luth or Louth, um, but I'm going with Louth. 4th of November, Louth Town 0, Wakefield AFC 2. In front of a crowd that braved the conditions of 111. And quite a good uh, away support with that as well. The starting 11 in goal, Henry Kendrick. The same back four as previously, Aaron Pilkington, Jack Durkin, Jack Kearney, Callum Charlton. Danny Yule returned to central midfield, uh, next to Nathan Hawkhead. Attacking midfield, Mason Ruby, Cameron Barnett, Ollie Rodriguez-Green, and up front, Seb Losa. Substitutes used, Callum Gladding, Jake Morrison, Owen Derrett, and new signing, Ben Gelder. So, our longest away trip of the season, and what a trip it was. Um, two hours each way, um, about 100 miles, and at least we came back with the points, because the last thing you want to do is uh, is travel that far and uh, and come back with a loss. But, yeah, it was a very wet one. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, a very wet day. And to say how much rain we'd had last week, the pitch held up really well. Um, by the end of the match, it was pretty slippery, but um, given the, how many other matches were off in our division, um, we were still pleased that we actually had uh, had the match go ahead. Although there was quite a lot of heavy rain throughout the game and quite sideways at times as well. Um, and like I say, quite a good away support um, to say there was such a distance. Um, probably I'd say about 40 to 50, perhaps. Um, if not, maybe maybe more. Because um, there was sort of two parts where all the fans were gathered. So in a resource, the ones that were along the sideline where we were. But there were quite a few fans also on behind one of the goals where there was plenty of shelter. Um, but yeah, it was uh, probably the rainiest match I've been to in quite some time. Not as cold as we've been to with some other games, but certainly the the rainiest. And uh, plenty of people were soaked after that. And the drive home, because by that time it had got dark, um, there was a lot of, stand, of standing water. And yeah, it was quite a, probably the riskiest drive home that, that anyone's going to have. Because there were cars sort of stranded at the side of the road in, um, in floods and all sorts of things. But hey, we got the away trip. The longest one of the season's out of the way now. And we got the three points, which is the main thing. In terms of the result and the scorers, um, it was a bit Groundhog Day because it was the same as the One World game. Um, we got a 2-0 win, same as last time out, and it was uh, the same two goal scorers, Seb Losa and Mason Ruby, who scored the other way around um, in the previous game. Um, and in this time, it was Seb scoring first. And if you remember from the, from the One World game, although it was either side of half-time, the two goals in terms of... Football, we're only like a few minutes apart, if you take half-time out of the equation against Walmart. And in this one, they're only sort of three minutes apart as well. So, um, Seb's goal um, was a great assist by Danny Yule. Um, playing Seb in towards goal, 
um, who managed to hold off his centre-back, who was trying to wrestle wrestle him away from the ball, but to no avail. Held his ground well there, and as the gatekeeper came out, he slotted past him. And uh, that's his third goal in four games now, um, as he's been filling up front, filling in, not filling up front, filling in up front, um, with Jake Morrison still working his way back from injury and from uh, from COVID. <clears throat> and... Um, so we've got a new signing as well but, uh, in, in Ben Gelder, who's going to work his way to the side. So he got 45 minutes. But um, to say that, I, I don't think, from what I've seen, that Seb's like a natural striker. I think he's more of a wide player or attacking midfield player. Um, he's done pretty well there. Three goals in four games. Can't argue with that. Um, three minutes later, Mason got his goal. Uh, and it was a great. It was an assist by Cameron, uh, and a great finish from Mason. And that is his seventeenth for Wakefield now as well. Um, as a, he's also the player that's got the most appearances for the club. And um, to say he plays out wide all the time, seventeen goals is a good return, uh, very good return. And uh, yeah, that kind of he finished the scoring, and we kind of thought we'd go on from there. Um, and, and probably had a few more and had the game not gone the way it went we might well have done but there was a big incident on uh, sort of 10 minutes after that after after we went 2-0 up about 10 minutes before half time um, the Louth number 10 um, went really high and late on a tackle on Ollie who'd been doing his usual tricks and Tearing fullbacks apart, and uh, yeah, he'd, he'd had another great game, and yet, yet again, here we are in a game where he's been absolutely assaulted, <laughs> and uh, in, in this sort of late tackle, and the referee had no. At least the last time this happened, the referee bottled it and gave a yellow. This referee straight for a red. He knew what he knew, what he saw, and knew what the right decision was. Now. In these games, this season especially, regular listeners will probably have heard me criticising officials, um, what the what sort of level and what poor refs we have um, in this league. Today, I'm actually praising, because it was the best ref and certainly the linesman on our side, um, as part of that team, um, are the best we've seen this season. Um, the ref was communicative. He was sort of talking to the to the players if he if he want, he felt he had if if he felt he wanted to explain his decision for something he did he didn't take any back chat. There was one time when one of those players was calling for a yellow card, um, to be given to one of our players, and he was told in no uncertain terms if he did that again then he'd be getting a yellow card himself. Um, even the decisions that went against us. I haven't got any complaints about. There was one part where Danny unfortunately picked up a booking um, for kicking the ball away after the whistle had gone. And the current letter of the law is that's a yellow card. And that's what the ref did. And he was like that the whole game. And as I say, with with this tackle, um, he knew he knew it was a red and did that straight away. But unfortunately, that kind of killed off the game because Louth down to 10 men, did what teams that are down at 10 men do and they seem to tighten up, battle harder, didn't attack much, didn't come out, so it left us with having to do all, all the running and all the work. And I think we found it harder to get through them at that point. 
And as the game developed, especially in the second half, with the amount of rain we had, the conditions of the pitch were just getting worse. Um, not to the point where you couldn't play football, but passes were sort of going astray. Trying to turn on the ball was becoming difficult. Um we did have a couple of chances. After that, there were a couple of chances in the second half. Um, Jake had one where he was fed through beautifully. And I wouldn't say he wasn't one-on-one with the keeper, but he was bearing down on goal. And uh, the Louth number eight, can't remember his name, um, came in with a beautifully timed, I mean, I'll praise this one, a beautifully timed tackle on Jake that nicked the ball away from him. And if he hadn't done that, he'd either have given away a foul in a very dangerous position or he'd have missed the tackle and... and uh, and Jake could have been away and, and probably scored, but we found it very difficult to get any, uh, get our teeth into the game in the second half. I think we'd we'd got that two goals up, and we kind of did what we did with with one well as well. We, we're learning now how to control a game, um, which is a, a new weapon for our arsenal, I think, because I think historically we've not always been great at that. Um, We've had times where we either keep going to attack too much and leave ourselves open, or we've sat back and invited pressure and 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 conceded that way. But now we seem to be finding the right balance, uh, and we've shown that in the last couple of games. And I really think this team is growing together as a unit, and and um, it's going to be interesting to see what some of these new players that's coming in. Um, are going to have, what impact they're going to have on that. Um, in terms of, uh, of Ben Gelder, obviously the, the new signing um, from Ghoul that you'll have seen on social media came on at half time. It wasn't a 45 minutes that you could judge him on because no one really, it, it wasn't the conditions or the way the game had gone to have that many chances or to show what anyone was capable of. If he'd have probably started the game, I think we'd have probably seen a different 45 to what we had with him coming on at half-time. Um, but I'm sure in the next few games we'll get to see a bit more of uh, of what he's all about. But we saw out the game. We got, um, as I said, we got, we got the win. Five in a row now. Um, six unbeaten. And uh, and progress up the table. Little note here as well. We mentioned the the, uh, the referee and the linesman. The linesman actually, it's not often they they, uh, they talk to you too much on the sideline, but uh, Ollie was having their full back in pieces, and even the linesman says to us about how good he was and uh, and how he was terror ter- terrorizing their defence. So that was quite something when they when the linesman saying to a couple of the fans how good one of our players is. So, uh, well done, Ollie. You actually got uh, a thumbs up from the liner, <laughs> if, if nothing else, in uh, nothing else apart from uh, another two-footed tackle going through you. Um, but thankfully, um, I didn't mention it there, but Ollie was all right. Um, no, no lasting damage. He was up and and back at him straight away. But um, yeah, it's, it's it does seem to be a growing thing when uh, it goes past players a few times. And someone just tries to clatter him, but the amount of times there are some players that you do that to, and then they won't try it again, and you know they they, they stop playing, and they shrink out of the game. Not this lad. <laughs> I'm pleased to say that he uh, he keeps going. So we're now up to second in the table. Um, 
there were other games postponed, so there wasn't that many other other teams around us that were playing, so it allowed us to go second. One point behind uh, one well now and level on games, who we played last week. And there are teams behind us that have got games in hand. So we do look over our shoulder a bit and you you, you look and you see Parkgate and um, I think it's it Shrybrook, the other one, that have got games in hand that could take them past us. But when we've got the points on the table, they've still got to do them. So it's not a, a foregone conclusion uh, that they're going to overtake us. So the five wins in a row has really put us in a good position and, and got the confidence back. Upcoming games, well, we've got Selby Town in the Cup on Tuesday. That's the West Riding Cup. And a chance to maybe test a few different players in that one, possibly. The question some of the fans were saying on on Saturday, is it an unwelcome distraction or a welcome distraction? I think if you're in the middle of a, a winning streak, you want to keep that going. Uh, and hopefully we still can do uh, in the Cup. Because uh, then on Friday, we have the visit to to Wakefield of Nostal. So it's a, a local diary, derby, sorry, local derby. Plenty uh, of fire in that one because Nostal are really performing this season um, up at the top end in the playoffs positions. Um, and a couple of ex-Wakey players in the Nostal side as well. So Friday, 10th of November at Bellevue. Under the floodlights, which we all like a game there. And uh, yeah, hopefully that's going to be uh, a very entertaining game. So we'll have a report and see how we get on with that one. As always, please feel free to follow us on X and on Facebook at AllWakey, aren't we? Didn't get any interviews this week because, as I mentioned previously, it was absolutely pouring it down. And myself and John that gave me a lift. Um, thank you, John, for that. It was, we were just it, it, we were soaked. Uh, the, the, luckily, the coats kept us dry, but the, the, my jeans were absolutely soaked because of the sideways rain. So we didn't want to stand around uh, waiting for any interviews if we could get them. Unfortunately, just wanted to get into the car, get warm, get dry, and get home. Um, but I will try and get some at upcoming games for you. Thank you again for listening. I'm Cy Boyle, and we are all working, aren't we? <laughs>